Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about 25, 30 pounds. Hey, guess what? I came out here to the fair. Somebody said, hey, Rocco, you're looking good. I said, thank you. MNFatLoss.com is who I have to thank, the doctor and his team out there. Hey, maybe like post-state fair is a good time for you to think about giving uh, MNFatLoss.com a call. You know, get those last foods in before the end of summer and then kind of learn to eat healthier and better and drop up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary, but it worked for me. And I did it eating foods I liked. I ate chicken and steak and hamburger and vegetables I liked and fruits I liked. I didn't eat prepackaged meals or do anything like hypnosis or surgery or count calories. I didn't even exercise. And now I'm feeling good and I'm not even worried about the temptations here at the fair because I am going to keep that weight off with the help of MNFatLoss.com. Hey guys, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair, y'all. We are on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Don't forget about the Lactation Station. We are on we are on Underwood, just south of Randall. So if you're within the sound of our voice, or maybe you're listening in your car on your way in, you got a baby or a little one with you and you need a break, uh, come and check out the Lactation Station. I believe there's diapers in there. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. It's frowned upon if I peek my head in there. That is correct. But you could go give it a little walk around. I could do that. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow early on if nobody's in there. Yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful. Did you say, is it air conditioned? Yeah. Really? Isn't it? I don't know. It is, right? Yeah, we're all just going to agree. By a show of hands, how many people are currently lactating? Oh, Steve. They they could go in. Uh, Donna, this is a part of the human experience. Yeah. Okay. All right, anyway, we've got that for you if you're uh, interested. And thank you uh, to Health Partners, Park Nicollet, for sponsoring it. Uh, Okay, I thought this was a really sweet story. Jennifer Aniston, is it 11? It's It's 11 11 o'clock already. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Jennifer Aniston gets flowers from Adam Sandler every year on Mother's Day. Isn't that sweet? Remember we had the story of um, Paul Rubens? Who never forgot anybody's birthday. birthday. Yeah, right, right. So apparently he and his wife um, send her flowers just to do something nice and meaningful for them. He did. That's really nice. Now, she was talking about this in an interview, and she didn't really elaborate on why Adam and his wife Jackie did does this. And I don't know how long they've been doing it, but our... Our guess is that she recently became more open about her struggle with IVF. Mm. And that can be a really tough journey. She talked about, you know, that it was really hard for her. She was going through that. She was drinking Chinese teas. She was throwing everything at it. And she said she would have given anything if someone had said to her, freeze your eggs, do yourself a favor. Mm. And she said, you just don't think about it. And so here I am today, and that ship has sailed. And so... It's just a little a piece really of acknowledgement. Uh, acknowledgement. Yeah, I just thought that was really sweet. He too. seems like a really good friend, Adam Sandler. He does. After watching that, was it Kennedy, Kennedy Honors? Yeah, I think so. Um, 
It was one of those. It, the Kennedy, Kennedy Honors, and then there's another one that's the Comedy Award. Mark Twain. Mark Twain, yeah. yes. But he seems, the way everyone spoke about him, even though he seems like a goofball, seems like he is genuine. His friends are, you know, friends forever. Yeah, yes. You know, and he does nice things for them. He, when they're struggling, he tries to cast them in his movies, yeah. which is really, really sweet. Anyway. My godson sends me flowers every year for Mother's Day. Oh, he does? Yeah, I've been doing it for like 15 years or so. It's oh, very sweet. Oh, that's really sweet. How old is he? Well, now he's in his late 20s, but oh, it's been really... going on since he was like, you know, 13, 14. That's very thoughtful. I that's know. a great that's a great idea. Maybe, you know, if you know someone in your sphere that happens to be struggling with IVF, which I'm not, by the way. Um but that's a, that's a good reminder that you can yeah. you can send that Acknowledge. to the to the to, the, uh, to the, the 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 females as well as the males like some yeah. fellas would like to get that some on Father's gar- Day too. Cigars? What do you want? Well, no, I, yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. Maybe not flowers necessarily. Um, but yeah, a little because you know or then they visit, struggle with it out. as well. Yeah, yeah just like a, take a, them the out to dinner. Yeah, the acknowledgement I think is what's really Very nice. Sweet. In that. Way to go, Adam. I Sandler. do too. Um, real quick. <sighs> Halle Berry, you may not know this, but she has been going through a divorce for mm. eight years. Eight it is finally years. finalized. That's all. I didn't know she was still married. Wow. Like last week. To Olivia Mar- Olivia Olivier Martinez? Is that how you say his name? You know this is my blind spot. Celebrity relationship. Yeah, that's so weird. I just... I mean, you're a dude. Like, what do you care? Not a much. They Not split much. after two years of marriage in 2015. They have oh. one child, um, Maceo. They had a prenup. The case dragged on for years because there were some unresolved issues on custody and child support. You know, I was just watching the... Um, Jennifer, not Jennifer Lopez, hold on, the Kardashian and Kanye divorce. Yep. Yeah, on Max. On Max. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same thing happened with them. The divorce was like going on and on and on and so she went to a judge and got um declared legally single even though she the divorce wasn't final oh interesting because she wanted to feel like yes i am right i am no longer married yeah you don't want to be at the at the mercy in that case of lawyers who are dragging their feet busy with other cases collecting paperwork yeah okay i get that i think it was kanye actually but easy Yeah, that guy. Well, we played it early on in hour two. People absolutely went nuts. People love this game. We had a ton of people that were coming up saying, this is incredible. Thank you guys for what you've done. Was I not here? I don't remember any of that. So we're bringing it back. It's our second round today of Hum That Tune. The reason we bring this up is YouTube just rolled out a new feature on Android devices. They're testing it within YouTube. If you can't think of the name of a song, you could just hum it. And from just humming it, it will be able to identify what the song is. So since we found out about this today, I turned over to the, uh, the future demise of civilization, chat GPT and artificial intelligence. And I said, hey, give me 10 sing-along songs that people could identify with humming. You crushed the first one. So then I wrote them back. And I said, make it a little harder this time. Made it harder. And I said, wait, make it even harder. We're going to Ooh. level three of hum that tune. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, I are, think Mike's going to be better. Are you happy about this, Donna? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jolene. There we go. Maybe there are no hard ones. Maybe this is the easiest way to identify a song. Uh, let's go to... 
Come on, Eileen. I can just keep singing them. I don't necessarily know who's singing it. Um, let's see. I, I can here. identify the artist too if you want. Texas Midnight Runners. Thank you. This is a hard one. Okay. <clears throat> I need to figure out where to where to start this. Okay. Who could it be now? Who Not who could it be could now? It be now. From, oh, really? Oh. I hope I just hummed that correctly. This is how this game will fall apart. I was trying to hum to you there by Modest Mouse, Float On. I don't know oh, that one. And we all that. float on, all right. Dun, 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 oh. You know that, right? Right? Yeah. Um, Tell like who could be now. Hmm. We're playing Hum That Tune. If you're tuning in and thinking, boy, are they quitting? This sounds like the kind of thing you do on your final episode ever. Uh, nope, we are, we're in the middle of it. It's 11-11, make a wish. Uh, we're just filling up a little time here. Home is wherever I'm with you. That's it, Donna. I don't know this song. Alabama, Arkansas. Boy, I love my mom. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a little more peripheral. That was level three. That was great. All right. Uh, hang on. Let That's me scan the uh, the crowd that we have here. Yes, people. I know you're not here. They're going insane. These people are really going wild. for A standing ovation. That's incredible. you got to get out here to the fairgrounds. Join the party. All right. We'll take a break. All right. When we come back, though, we're going to be study buddies. I okay. found a couple of studies. One is a study on how we pack underwear for a vacation. Uh, that on the way. This will be interesting. And also, are dogs really man's best friend? Uh? I found a study that is uh, a little contrary to that. I'll explain when we come right back on my talk. Hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Boy, for my buddies over at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. You know, if it's been a while since you've been out to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, you're like, well, what do they got? What can they show me? How can they entertain me? In all sorts of ways. Let's start at the main stage. Right now, Jersey Boys. Audiences are loving this show. Donna saw the show. I saw the show. Took my wife, uh, brother-in-law, sister, a couple neighbors. And we were all like, un Unbelievable how talented these guys are. When it went to intermission, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, you got to be able to hit the high notes. You got to be be able to make the audience believe it. And boy, they do a fantastic job. Uh, Jersey Boys, you can get your tickets at ChanhassenDT.com. In addition to that, they dish out laughs every Friday and Saturday night at Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. Uh, so you can get your tickets twenty eight dollars there. And they always have a rotating concert series as well. Uh, live music each and every weekend at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters always. Entertaining you. Hey guys, Hello. welcome back. Hi. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Network Talk is fun. All right. Um, I asked you for. I had to stay out here and was doing a commercial for uh -huh, Chanhassen uh -huh. Dinner Theaters, who, yeah. by the way, is presenting our My Talk stage out here at the fair. Thank you. And uh, I'm kind of parched because I had the the tater tot poutine. Mm -hmm. So the only liquid I've had while I've been here is gravy. Mm, it sounds like a you problem. And so I asked you if you could get me water. Mm -hmm. You brought me water in a bowl like I'm a Labrador. Because, because there are no cups. And I was like, You didn't well, even fill it up high. Because I didn't want you to spill it all over the equipment. I thought you could do like this cone thing like where you do this. No, don't do that. And then you 
you know, no, you I, kind of shoot it. I, I'm not going to lap it up. I think I'm just going to well, cereal bowl it. End of the, end of the bowl yeah, of cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Here, I'll hold your microphone while you do it. Okay. okay. Top shelf entertainment. Meanwhile, we'll have... Oh. Yeah, see? You're like at a Chinese restaurant. Boy, but there's a real... <laughs> there's a real lip around this, so oh, it's yeah. a little tricky to really get a suction around. All right. In the meantime... Oh, there's something uh, floating in it, Donna. Oh. Oh. What's that? I, I don't know. A bug? Flavor. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, really. All right. In the meantime, we're gonna be study buddies. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. I'm Donna. Hi, I'm TV's Steve Patterson. No, you're not. All right, I used to be. Well, I guess you sometimes are. Hey, you can watch all episodes of Ring Nation with uh, Wanda Sykes and me all on Amazon Prime. It's a true and story. Get them all. Okay. Sounds good. In the meantime, I have a study. They say that dogs are a man's best friend. That checks out. But are they really woman's best friend? Oh. A new study found they're more likely to listen to and follow instructions from women. Huh. Did you look at this study? I didn't look at it. No, I saw the headline and then I stayed away from it. What do you think the reason is? Um, I would bet because women speak in a higher pitched voice more often, and that is what dogs respond positively to. Uh, I see what you did. Positively. Thank you. I love it. You're right. Is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. So researchers scanned dogs' brains while they played audio of people talking to dogs. And to babies and to other adults. And it turned out that the dog's brains would light up much more when they heard speech directed at dogs and babies. So when they heard that type of voice, whether it's directed to the dog itself or to a baby, the dog liked it, especially when it was a woman talking. They prefer baby talk. They don't respond as much when you're just talking in a normal voice. But... We're not really sure why. They think it's probably because women are more likely to speak in that sing-songy way. Yeah. Their voices are higher, so they're better at it. And I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They also say there's no evolutionary reason for dogs to prefer baby talk. Since it's not a tonal pattern they use with one another. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah, they just bark. But they do the, like... They do, yeah, they do that. You know, that yeah. kind of sounds like... Oh, I don't even know if you need a brain scan. I would love to... I'd love to learn a little bit more about watching a dog's brain. I want to see when you pet the top of their head, when you pet their back, or when you pet their chest or belly. I want to see how their brain responds. Because sometimes I think that where I'm like, I want to pet the dog wherever it feels most like, okay, I feel the dopamine release or or whatever. I'd like to see that kind of brain scan. 
Can we get like an animal psychologist on the phone? I'm gonna s- I'm gonna have trouble in that interview. Right, just, we'll <laughs> an just animal stop psycho- short of that. Here's what here's what Roy's feeling okay. right now. You know, it but, is funny. But, I, I feel like you don't even need a brain scan just quickly. I don't think you need a brain scan for this because when I just talk to my dog, if I say, all right, Rex, come over here, buddy, and then he'll sort of come. But if I say, oh, Rex, come here, buddy, immediately, that he, like, something good's gonna he happen. gets so excited. Yeah. So, and we don't just do that voice if we give him a treat. He just really, really responds totally differently to a high-pitched, excited Yeah, energy. it's really cool. They say they learned it from us because we've been talking to them like that for so long. It's just what they're used to. You know, it's really funny. I know you're going to make fun of me, but I really just follow animals on Instagram. I know. And it's cool because you get to learn about them. Like, I follow foxes. What does a fox say? Okay. okay. And they laugh when their bellies are being rubbed or they're being played with. Really? There'll be like two or three foxes. A lady will be like rubbing their, and they're just, hee! That's yeah, right, before hee! they gnaw your hand no, off. No, they're good. They're fine. But it, it's interesting to see how they react. It just seems like. These domesticated animals especially just really love affection and feeling like they matter. I would like to talk to farmers again. As you mentioned, a fox, a question I've asked many times on this show, who decided, was there a council of acceptable animals to eat in between bread? Because if I said, oh my gosh, I just had a great fox sandwich, you would turn me into PETA. But if I said, I just had a great chicken sandwich, you'd be like, oh, where from? Who determined, I need to know the origins of this. This bugs me. And you know, the only time I ever think about it is on this show. And then we go on to the next segment, and I don't think about it again until we bring up certain animals. And then I think, isn't it interesting that we eat some animals? And we don't. There are a lot of farmers here today. Obviously, the great farming contingent here at the Minnesota State Fair. Mm-hmm. I, should, I should maybe go into one of the barns and say, do you, like, do you know why we don't have a dog barn today? Why we don't eat iguana? Hmm. Why are cats not on a menu anywhere? Hmm. You don't think these things, do you? I do. I also wonder things like, why is an orange orange? Like, why is an orange called an orange? And then you ha- you eat turkey. Turkey is turkey. But cow is beef. is beef. Why don't we just call it cow? I had a cow Who burger decided? today. You know, like we eat lamb. Lamb is lamb. Lamb is lamb. Fish is lamb fish. Lamb in, 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 you know, live form is a lamb, and then when we eat it, it's still lamb. What's up with that? What is veal? Veal is, don't tell me, lamb. No, it's a young fish? sheep. A young, no, is a young, a no, no. Oh, oh, I got Did it. Did you say is l- I said is veal a fish? No, it's a goat. No. It's, uh, it's one of them. It's you young. You can't shame it's me. from a very young animal. A young animal. That's it's young. It's not allowed to develop. It's kind of it's a, awesome. It's really delicious. It's really delicious. But is I, it really? But I shan't be doing that anymore. But you've, you've veal in your past? I used to love veal parmesan as a kid. And I always like chicken parmesan. Oh, that's good, too. I think I thought veal, when I would hear veal, I thought it was something similar to eel as a child. That's a... The train of thought of a child. You know what I'm getting uh, a little hyper aware of in the moment? What? Having an audience of people watch us stupidly process I things like that really don't deserve time on a microphone. But 
screw it, guys. Obviously, you had nothing better to do, so there's some low-grade uh, discussions that you just got to partake right. in. Hey, we're all going to play a little Throwback Thursday music trivia. DJ Rock Lobster joins us when we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Credit Union, where I happen to be a member. Steve's a member, too. He financed his new vehicle with Spire because Spire is going to get you more car for your money, let's face it. You can also take out a loan if you've got debt to consolidate. You want to take a much-needed vacation. You want to do some home updates. I have a friend who just did her floors and financed through Spire. They can help you finance just about anything, and they're going to make it easy. Plus, you're going to get a payment that works for your budget. Plus, Spire has ooh one of those coin-counting machine so i'm gonna go bring my piggy bank to the ep location to get a little extra cash for an upcoming vacation uh spire credit union has been in the people helping people business since 1934 and they're going to take good care of you just like they did for me and for steve there are 22 spire locations now so you're bound to find one close by spire is insured by ncua an equal housing opportunity lender and you could find them at myspire.com hey everybody welcome back it is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. It is day one of our broadcasting marathon. For all of you who are like, oh, I'm thinking of maybe going to the fair this year. You know, a lot of people, they go to the fair maybe once a year or very common from what I hear. People are like, oh, I haven't been there in a few years. For us, we'll be here every weekday. We'll be here on the second Saturday. We spend a lot of time here at the fair. But today, as we walked in, Unfortunately, we got on the late shuttle. Traffic was a lot this morning on 35 and near 94, the connection. So we got on the late shuttle. We didn't make our 8 a.m. And then the 8.30 shuttle had problems because there was a backup just coming into the fairgrounds. Point is, we did not get the relaxing walk that I was hoping for. I wanted to walk in, and this is Mike's first time producing, working out here at the State Fair. So like, I wanted to walk the long way, go past the Channel 5 building, make our way up, see some competitors, wave at them, egg their booths, right? Right. We're coming for KDWB. You know, the thing is, yes. you and I, I'm kind of proud of us. Like, we got on the road at a really good time. Yeah, we did well. we're always playing Beat the Clock. Yeah. And we left early, and we're like, oh, this is going to be cool. We're going to be 15 minutes early, and yeah, nothing doing. It was early in the 6 a.m. hour that we're both plugging away, yes. trying to get things all filled oh, up. It no. felt like we were, I was so pleased that we were getting on the 8 a.m. shuttle, and then it all fell through. But maybe tomorrow we'll make it on the early shuttle and then try a nice leisurely walk in. The best time to come to the fairgrounds is in the morning. Sometimes there are a few booths that aren't open yet, but if you can get here in the morning, and I know it takes a lot, I've been trying to tell my wife this, because we have four kids, and the little guy is three and a half, but just getting everybody, you know, if the baby, if the baby, you know, you saw our baby, if the baby's sleeping, you don't ever want to wake him from the sleep, but I think it's worth the sacrifice on your state fair day. Get here early, leave early. Unless you're doing the grandstand thing, I think it's best if you, I think leaving early afternoon is ideal. You want to get here, I get your fun, right. and then peace out. Okay. But maybe I say that because I'm here every day and I can check out a few things, but other people want to do a marathon day. Donna, you know, I feel like in hindsight, I've just been talking to myself here. Well, I'm verbally processing. You've kind of been a monologuing a little Sorry. bit. I wanted to tell you about something cool. Maybe we could link this up. Great. Can't wait. Um, so, 
This is so funny. Remember the scene in Seinfeld when Elaine does her dance, and oh. it's just so stupid. So bad, yeah. They did something really fun. We should do here, like at a Saints game or something. There was a minor league baseball team. They're the Brooklyn Cyclones, and they hold an annual Elaine dancing contest. This year's competition just happened, and you have to see it to believe it. These people are so good. Just describe what you're saying. Oh, yeah. So if you remember Elaine from Seinfeld's Dance, there was a lot of uh, a kicking, a full extension kick that would come with like a, a thumb behind the shoulder. It was really bad. These people, you can tell they can actually dance really well. No, they is, are killing it yeah. in the Elaine depart right. department. One of them even dressed up as Elaine. Uh, really good. Oh, that's fun. Really good. Do yourself a favor and, and look for it on Insta. Donna, we will. Um, have, <laughs> thank you, Donna. Um, have we had any interesting emails? Oh, good question. That have come through? Because yours has the magical uh, email. Well, let me help you out here. Yeah, just uh, put in your code right All there. Right, hold on a sec. Uh, coming up right after us, by the way, it's going to be the adventures of Bradley and Don. And then we've got Lori and Julia after that. So if you're heading out and you're listening to us on your way into the fair, you can stop up. We are on Underwood, just south of Randall. Yeah, easy to find. We're kind of under like a big top. A little, little bit for where the people are sitting. And we have the lactation station sponsored by Health Partners and Park Nicollet. So um, thank you for uh, that. That's my clinic. Jesse just sent in an email that we all heard live during the last segment during Throwback Thursday Music <laughs> Trivia. Subject, hanging tough. Hey, guys, got to say Donna's hanging tough impersonation sounded much closer to Steve Martin's King Tut. Correct. That's the, t that's the melody that you tough. were in there. I get that. <laughs> Um, oh, boy. Uh, I've been asking on the show, oh, a long email here from Alan. Why do we only eat specific animals was my question. Oh, Alan's going to have an answer for you. He says, for my wondering Stevie boy. Thank you, Alan. The selection of animals we eat is often shaped by a combination of factors, including cultural traditions, availability of resources, and nutritional needs. Mm. Different cultures have different culinary traditions and preferences, which can determine which animals are considered, considered acceptable or taboo to eat. Yeah, like they're eating dogs in China. Yeah, do they do the dog thing? Are we sure they about that? Yes. Dogs. Yes, because, on a menu. Uh, because a lot of these rescues uh, rescue dogs from the dog food, the dog trade. But then the cows are probably like, why aren't you rescuing us? Some people are. Is that there right? Are, there are sanctuaries. You can go to a cow rescue? Yeah. And they're very dog-like, very sweet. Enjoy that burger. You familiar with cud? I am. I they remember, chew it. They, yeah, they, they, I learned that as a kid. I won't tell it in detail here. Ask a 4-H kid while you're out here. But animals, I, I man. I don't think it's that gross or anything. I think sometimes they do it for comfort. Don't they throw their food up and then eat it again? Perhaps. <laughs> I think their stomachs work differently than I think ours. that's what cut is, though. It's like when your dog... I'm sorry, guys. I know it's lunchtime. But it's like when your dogs... No, don't. No, no. We know what they do. We know. And I just want to say that I now, we if know. my dog gets sick... I let him do it. I used to jump up out of my chair and go over and like, quick, get the spray and the and the the, the paper towels. Why and now bother? I'm like, he's a Roomba. Let him go. If this yeah. is how nature <laughs> made him, he is his mess. He can clean it up. I agree. Thanks, Donna. I agree. Thanks, Steve. Uh, so I'm wondering if you will come with me to the goat barn. Not today. Okay. Today is uh, today is my daughter's 13th birthday. Wow. We can never say Eddie. that we don't have a teenager. We have a teenager oh, now, no. Donna. Time is flying by. Yeah, five years. Bye, Eddie. I mean, it's a lot. In this same week, we moved Dev 
out of his crib. Aww. And then and then Adeline became a teenager. And Lou came over to me, and, and a lot of you, you mamas will remember this. Hey, mama. You'll remember she came over and said, I think I just laid Dev down in the crib for the last time. That's hard. And then she, That's hard. she said, and I was crying. And then I pulled her in for a hug. And yeah. there was more crying. That was There yeah. was more water to be wrung out of that rag. And then we were remembering. We were like, do you remember? Mm-hmm. In the last 12 years, we've been putting someone into the crib. Mm-hmm. And we remember the first time that we did. And it was Addie. And we brought her home from the hospital and plopped her down. And you almost think... Did we buy the wrong size crib? Because they are so tiny, and they're just there in this sea of little baby mattress. Mm. And now they're all grown up and out of it. Time can't be slowed, only Only savored. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, Donna. It's going to be good. This means more freedom. Listen, Addie can watch Dev. That's true. You know, you you guys can go have a date night for a couple hours. That's overdue. Go to have a dinner. Yeah, we're very... Very undated recently. We need to rev our dating game yeah, up. Yeah, you do. We do. Yeah. All right, get Maybe on Maybe make a few more little ones. You know what I mean, Donna? I prefer not to. Wow, that got a visceral response from the crowd. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, man. Your little baby's all grown up. All right. Well, good luck with that. Um, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it your service a, as always. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. An <laughs> honor to serve alongside you. I did. Yeah. Shout out to Angie, who I was complaining about not having had any food today. And uh, Angie, who was here earlier, she went down to the Top Boss and she got me tater tot poutine, my fave. So that really satiated me. Oh, wow. Me. That's nice. Yeah. And how about DJ Rock Lobster joining us? He's clumping hard. Harder Yay, than he's ever clumped. Rocco and the big Zamboni. We got everybody here. Everybody's so, here. Uh, it's a party. Zamboni's going to stick around and he's going to be doing the adventures of Bradley and Don. Don't forget to come by the My Talk booth. We have all sorts of great merch Isn't available this, for you. A lot you. of it's new. New designs. They're really nice. Our shirts are great. They're the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. The new My Talk hat. It's like a new hip sort of it's got like a socal vibe to the logo i really dig that hat you look yeah, good in that too. hat you hey, should thanks, keep it Steve. all right we'll do uh so come get your shirts come get your hats come have a great time with us out here at the great minnesota get together when uh we return from a break it won't be us it'll be bradley <laughs> it'll be done it'll be 9 a.m it will tomorrow. love you long time appreciate you guys listening uh my talk live at the minnesota state fair It is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I talk about Crescent Tide because my mom, who's still around, uh, she's in her early to mid-70s, but she wanted to get things buttoned up for her kids uh, to make sure her wishes were uh, granted. So she had a little sit-down with Lisa over at Crescent Tide. It is a small, family-run St. Her husband, Verlin, they used to be in the full-service funeral business, and they decided, you know what, it just seems like these days people just want a simple cremation, so let's do that. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it affordable. Uh, simple cremation start at just $800. So my mom did the prepay, pre-plan thing, but that's not all they do. Uh, you'll see if you look at their Google reviews that they come through for people in that time of need, in that time of grief, and they do so in a prompt, calm, courteous manner. Check them out today, Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Their website is crescenttide.com. You could even use my talk keyword cremation.